This is the podcast that rocked for November 1st, 2023. My name is Luke, host of the YouTube channel Rots. We cover everything in rock, alternative metal, and everything in between, and the news updates that happen throughout the week. Wishing you a belated happy Halloween. Hope you had a good time trick-or-treating, partying, dressing up, or just sitting at home trying to not shamelessly cringe during the new Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Wife and I saw that last weekend at home, on streaming, and still feel like we kind of wasted our time a little. That being said, are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, that was my attempt at a bad Scott Stapp impression. Without doing anything else Scott Stapp related, Creed are making the full return in 2024. If you thought it was just the Creed Summer of 99 cruises that were happening, well, you were wrong. And I think a lot of people are going to be reminiscing in the glory days of Creed, who were fans or not fans, you're going to hear a lot of it, this upcoming summer. Creed has announced the Summer of 99 tour, featuring Three Doors Down and a variety of other guests, including Finger 11, Daughtry, Switchfoot, and others. That tour opens up July 17th in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and wraps up September 28th in Atlantic City, New Jersey, going all throughout the United States. That, along with two cruises, and I'm willing to bet some other festival appearances somehow that haven't been announced yet. Yeah, Creed's back. And not only is Creed back, I would be willing to bet we're going to hear new music. I just can't see Scott Stapp not wanting to do something creative with the other guys. Mark Tremonti, Scott Phillips, and Brian Marshall, who are also all Bridge and Mark Tremonti doing all the other solo stuff he has also with Tremonti and his big band sound. I'm willing to bet we'll get new Korean music. Somehow I just can't see them all being together for that long and have this many plans both touring, cruises. We're going to get something new Creed music wise related somehow next year. I'm betting on it now. Put all the jokes aside. I've made my share. Everybody knows that that's been watching Rock for a while. Creed is one of the best selling bands in American history. The album Human Clay was certified diamond. That came out in 19 It'll be 25 years of human clay next year in 2024. So there's going to be a lot of reminiscing about human clay, the song Higher, What If, With Arms Wide Open, you know, all that stuff. It's going to be a big Creed phenomenon in 2024 and everyone's going to be yarling and doing Scott Stapp impressions and the memes will be back, or at least I hope. I hope we get good memes out of this. And this is where I do become serious about this. Scott Stapp's ups and downs have been very well documented over the years. I do hope he stays on top. I hope he can stay clean and focused because I'm curious to see how well the performances will go. Creed has that history of being a great band to watch live in the beginning of their career. And then as Scott Stapp slowly started his downfall, Creed became a rough band to sit through because of the antics and poor behavior. I'm curious to see what will happen out of this. So... Next summer, after the Summer of 99 Cruises, we'll get the Summer of 99 Tour, and it's going to be a whole lot of post-grunge all summer long. In touring news, this is something that's been going on for a while, and it looks like Metallica is going to be the one to really push the charges and raise the stakes a bit. If you've ever been to any type of festival in the United States, you know a big common thing is right outside festival grounds, you will see t-shirt vendors selling knockoff counterfeit merch. It's pretty much band logos and sometimes festival lineups on t-shirts for much cheaper than what's on inside. However, it really is just a drag the image onto a a t-shirt website, print them off, and then sell them outside. For 20 bucks a piece, those people doing the bootlegs can make a lot of money in one night. As aggressive as they've gotten over the years of different festivals throughout the country, regardless of whether heavy music or not, Metallica has noticed that it's going to happen also at their tours when they come in for their two show appearances throughout the country this year and next year. Well, to preemptively fight it in St. Louis, Missouri, they are filing a lawsuit and going against anyone that might be doing some of this. Merch Traffic, the company that creates Metallica's touring merchandise, filed a lawsuit in St. Louis federal court to hope stop 
top bootleg merch sales in the grounds around the arena and around downtown St. Louis as the show is going to be there for at least two performances and having the Metallica Saturday night event as well. At the end of the day, it is copyright infringement. And the quote is, the infringement merchandise is one of the same general appearance as plaintiff's merchandise and is likely to cause confusion among prospective purchasers. Further, the infringing merchandise sold and to be sold by defendants is generally of inferior quality. That is true. Merch Traffic, who produces merch for many other big names, filed the suit just ahead of the November 3rd and 5th shows in St. Louis saying, various John and Jane Doe seeking to sell merch with a counterfeit Metallica label, you're going to get your butt handed to you in court. So this is them trying to really protect themselves, but it does raise a good question. Will other bands follow suit? Will festivals follow suits? And finally, will this be a fight against bootleg merch now? Or will this just up the stakes, making it so that way more people are going to try to sell merch and bootleg merch in retaliation? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. I don't think the t-shirt artists are going to go away anytime soon because I can't imagine festivals are going to be running around outside of festival grounds chasing away t-shirt sellers because how are you going to stop them? So it'll be interesting to see how it works. Then again, Metallica has been in the fray of fighting other sides of the music industry or outliers. Napster from Napster to John and Jane Doe who are trying to sell t-shirts out of a bag right outside of a stadium. My Chemical Romance fans have been waiting patiently since the Foundation of Decay released as a surprise single for My Chemical Romance during pandemic. Well, it's 2023 now, going into 2024, and this past week, we saw a brief tease, potentially. It was posted by a longtime friend of My Chemical Romance, Big Worms, or... That's the Instagram account, by the way. Shared a photo with three things. An acoustic guitar, the quote, I'm not okay, and a quote, 500N, meaning soon, but with a five instead of an S, referring to possibly being the fifth album. This could also be something as leading to an acoustic album, as there's an acoustic guitar. And I'm not okay, saying it could be an acoustic album of different songs, including I'm not okay. It'll be interesting to see what happens after this, but I am excited just for any potential. Keep in mind, Frank Iero is still busy with LS Dune's different projects. I'm sure Gerard Way is still neck deep in trying to figure out all his comic endeavors and the stuff he has going on with Netflix and the Umbrella Academy. But are they trying to plan out more dates like they did the past couple years? And will we hear more My Chemical Romance 5 Oon? In more touring news, A Perfect Circle, Primus, and Pucifer expand Maynard James Keenan's 2024 Sasanta, his 60th, 60th birthday tour, to the Northeast. This tour now has a lot more dates, starting April 2nd in Boston, Massachusetts for two nights, wrapping up May 4th in New York and going throughout the country. Massachusetts, North Carolina, Texas, California, Colorado. There's a good chance it's coming somewhat near you as they're not going through the biggest cities as well. They might be announcing some festival performances as it does align with the spring dates for many of the festivals throughout the country in the United States. No word yet on any new music from A Perfect Circle, Primus, or Pussifer in that sense, but I would not be surprised if we see something new from Maynard and company regarding one of his bands, Tool, A Perfect Circle, or Pussifer. Because again, Tool is touring also in the beginning of 2024. Say what you want about Maynard being bonkers, but you know what? He's a busy man and he knows how to work. Coming up in new music news, two albums I wanted to talk about briefly, and I thankfully have received the album advances. The first being Dying Wish and the album Symptoms of Survival. This is the metalcore verging into deathcore sound from Emma Boster, vocalist. This comes out November 3rd, and it really does have Emma Boster, the vocalist, breaking through so many different styles. She is so seamless with switching it up from clean to unclean in a very well-polished performance and execution on the album. I have to say, if you're looking for something a lot heavier, but also has some 
serene moments for deathcore, Symptoms of Survival is worth checking out. This is great. I really enjoyed it. And along with that, Super Bloom from Silent Planet comes out this Friday as well. This is metalcore, much with the volume turned up with a lot more aggression and a lot fewer quiet moments. And it's well executed, just like Dying Wish. But on this case, there's very few smooth, slow moments. There is so many heavy riffs, chugging, killer drums. There are some synth work in there. Silent Planet made something really interesting here. And I do hope it gets a little bit more attention. Both albums, Super Bloom and Symptoms of Survival coming out this Friday. I'll have album review shorts for both. Hopefully you all can find something you like there. If you're into the heavier stuff, there'll be a lot more albums coming out still through November as well. As of the day of posting this podcast publicly, there will be a new video on the YouTube channel, 10 Awful Kids Bop Rock Songs. I did the deep dive, did some research on all the terrible things Kids Bop has done over the years. One of the biggest surprises was that Kids Bop is still putting out compilations as of 2023. I had no idea about that. But also Kids Bop will either hire the adults to sing it, and then as time has gone on, we'll just let kids sing everything. And I mean everything. When I found out these Kids Bop collaborations were covering stuff from Hinder, Cherry, and then even weird, uh, weird choices like Three Doors Down. I have to say the whole company that runs this stuff, Kids Bop, they really have no shame and will have kids sing anything to make a quick buck. That video is on the YouTube channel again as of this posting. So if you're hearing this on YouTube or any podcast streaming service, it's on the YouTube channel now on the Rock channel. Let me know what you guys think and let me know if you've heard any Kids Bop song ever and let me know what you think is the worst Kids Bop cover you've heard. There's so many out there. I'm willing to bet you've at least heard one. That'll be all for this week's The Podcast That Rock. Big thanks to my patrons and YouTube members. Special thanks to Chris Doman, Brandon Bruce, Mars Hunter, and Dom Noble. You can get weekly new music playlists and see videos early like the Kids Bop one by subscribing on Patreon and becoming a YouTube member. Two or three dollars a month goes a long way to help the channel. Thank you again for listening and checking out the podcast. Hope to see you next week. And please remember that Creed is going to take us higher in 2024. Trying to remind you now so that way you can prepare for it.